You are listening to Redhead with a Mic podcast. Talking movies and mental health. All right, we're back at it. I'm the Redhead. And I'm Mike. And uh, we're doing another podcast yeah, today. Yeah, our last Christmas episode. It's, it's a crazy. good one. It's crazy it's to fun. think that it's gone by this quick. Yeah, well, and, and I'm all discombobulated with, like with our episodes because we like taped all over the place. But yeah, yeah, we have a bunch, but it's crazy. It's gone by so quick. I know. And now it's I've been be Christmas soon. I've been so excited for Christmas this year. I think I've really wanted the Christmas spirit. And uh, we got like shopping done kind of early. We've already got everything wrapped, which is like a, a new record for us. That's awesome. So things are kind of, we like went through everything and kind of made sure everybody had stuff because we, we, I think we did like 95% of our shopping through Amazon this year. <laughs> which is cool, but also not as exciting. Nah, I know, right? Well, not like, yeah, because, you know, well, and usually it's funny because Nick and I, our anniversary is this coming weekend and, uh, or before the episode gets released. And uh, it's funny because most of our, anniversaries we like we you know for the most part we've been able to get away for a night or something like that we weren't early in the marriage but later the later years we have and we always usually spend our anniversary buying some like shopping (laughs) that's what we would do we would like go we have a night away like because it's kind of fun right especially when you're shopping for others i yeah shopping for the kids is always fun what i've liked to start doing is when i find like really good deals on amazon mm-hmm. if they're shipped and sold by amazon you can go to target and they'll price match it and so i like that because i actually get to go into a store still i I'm just i guess i'm just old i like i like I going into a store I and looking too. around i like <laughs> not that target is really that really that exciting yeah. right it's just the same i everywhere. like i like going to the mall during the holidays i like window shopping i like walking around yeah getting some mall food. and you have all the it's probably because all the christmas music right there's something about yeah. it they do it something is, they yeah. put like a chemical in the air conditioning <laughs> system or something that just like makes a, them more excited aromatherapy to get you to buy more yeah. items <laughs> yeah i like i really like walking around the mall like getting some mall food and like having bags and thinking of people, yeah like, oh, who did we buy for like having a list or something like that trying to find stuff i kind of miss the Reminds me of when I was, yeah, younger, right? And just, there's just something to it where when you shop online, it just comes. Yeah. But it's like quick and efficient. Yeah. Well, it's where the deals are. It is. Well, and if you can do it right, a lot of places will price match. So you can still go around. Like there's a couple places I like to go for certain things and they'll price match it really really good they used price matching used to be such a hassle uh, and some places still are but that that's kind of been my i guess fix to the to the problem online shopping. i'm sure we will walk around a mall yeah that'll be fun i think because i actually want to go down to the smarmy mall in the nashville area they have the um What's it called? Like the giving box or the Christmas red box for the, the church? Oh, has. yeah. The giving light machine. the world giving machine. Yeah. yeah. The light the world giving machine. It's they, this year, like last year, it was at the Nissan Stadium outside. But this year, they put it in the Smarmy Mall up there. So that's cool. It'd be, be fun to go just kind of walk around that mall. Yeah. And, uh, stop at the giving machine. Have you guys ever done it? I want to like buy a goat. You can like buy a goat for like a family. No. Somewhere. You can I don't... buy like. 
access to water or something like that. We ever made it out to the giving machine. They have it in, in Vegas every year. Do they? Yeah. And I think I can't, I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember. I know that there was like signups to go and I don't think we signed up, but maybe we did go. I can't remember though. <laughs> Hadessa, did you see that? Um, Hadessa, one of our interviewees that she sang at the, the giving machine in Salt Lake. Oh, they that's like fun. A, they had like a, I read an article in Salt Video and she was singing. Um, I don't know if they had like a kickoff event or something like that. So, oh, that's she's, awesome. She hasn't been no, around. I didn't she's, see that. She's been traveling a lot. I haven't seen her around. I think they were, I think she's done as of this week. I saw a, a Facebook post where she seems like she's back home and stuff. Yeah, that was our Encanto episode. Yeah. That was a fun one. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a really fun one. So, so. today is Santa Claus. The Santa I, Claus. I, oh yeah, the Santa Claus. That's right. I was, yeah. was kind of surprised it was 94. That just shocks yeah. me. That's almost 30 years ago. 28 years ago. That makes me ago. feel old. That's the year I graduated from high school. That's crazy. <laughs> I remember that coming out and I, I felt like I felt like it wasn't that long ago. No, that was a little while ago. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, this was, one. The thing that was so funny to watch on this one was like they 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 kept the budget low on the special effects, which was fun, right? Like it's like because it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. It's a it's Christmas animat- movie, right? Yeah, I wonder if those budgets are lower, like, anyways. <laughs> yeah, the animatronic like reindeer, and then like his body squeezing in and out of chimneys and I, things. I, <laughs> I did like though how. You know, you could t- tell it was um, computer graphics for for sure. a good portion of it, but then when they would land on the roof, they would show the reindeer, and they were animatronic, which was cool, right? right? So yeah, they cool. had a lot of the mix, which I liked more. Right. I did too, but uh, but yeah, I also uh, I just finished the Santa Clauses, which is the newest Tim Allen Santa Claus thing disney did it's a tv or six episode show does it relate to this show this movie yeah it's it's santa claus so it was really fun to watch it and then go back and watch the original after which which point which platform is that on is it on disney Uh uh-huh yeah it's a disney one Mm. yeah so that was fun to watch so what is do you i didn't pull up does he get married does he get married? I don't remember. Does he get oh, like a man. lady? Yeah, he gets married, I think, in number two. Number two, is that Santa right? I thought, uh, I thought that was part of the premise of number two, but it's been so long since I've seen number two, I didn't remember. Yeah, I think it is number two, because number three is with Martin uh, Short. Oh, he's like where Frosty he's Jack or whatever. Frost or whatever, yeah. yeah. Frost. Frosty. He's trying, to ruin, <laughs> he's trying to ruin Christmas. Uh, but yeah, I didn't... Did you look up a little summary... Well, it's funny. I I pulled IMDb again, but like IMDb, it's like so, it's so short. But but yeah, I can read IMDb's one. I don't know if you have a better one, but it's literally no, like for, a sentence. Go for it. I'll see if I can find something while you're doing. Yeah, it says when a man inadvertently makes Santa fall off a roof on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. That's one way to say it. It's really a dark start to this movie that he's all like, it "Hey, what is. are you doing to my roof?" It's you know, like, oh, here, here. Dies. This one's a this one has a little bit more. Let me read this right, let's one. Let's get it. Yeah, a it. divorced dad, Scott, who's played by Tim Allen, has custody of his son Eric Lloyd on Christmas Eve, after he accidentally kills a man in a Santa suit. <laughs> Uh, okay, is that like a nice way to say you murdered yeah, Santa? Yeah, he murdered Santa. <laughs> committed third degree murder on Santa. They are magically transported to the North Pole, 
where an elf explains that Scott must take Santa's place before the next Christmas arrives. Scott thinks he's dreaming, but over the next several months, he gains weight and grows in grows an an inexplicably white beard. Maybe that night at the North Pole wasn't a dream after all. And maybe Scott has a lot of work to do. November 11th, 1994. That's really close to Christmas, man. Pasquin. They gave him three weeks in the theater, huh? Yeah. Budget, $22 million. There you go. So lower mm-hmm. budget. Box office, $190. Right. So it did well. Did well. Yeah. The thing that's really interesting about this show is the the interesting, which, which some of the, you know, a good portion of Christmas movies are about playing on the, is Santa real? Is Santa not real? Sure. The thing I remember about watching this movie as, uh, I guess I was a senior in high school. If I saw it that year, I think I saw it that year. I don't know if I went to the theater. I don't remember going to the theater to see it. But one of the things I remember when I watched it is thinking how incredibly creative the, the spin on the Santa Claus is like i'm like wow that was great like i remember thinking that is really great you know what i mean i'm sure it was like when they came up with they're like okay how are we gonna kill off santa (laughs) how do we do that and so you know he calls out to him he slides off the roof and uh has a deathly fall though he waves at him at one point i know that's the interesting part is it's like the whole premise or the whole kind of thought is oh he kills santa like it says in that description but he doesn't he doesn't kill him because yeah, Santa's not dead. He's like, it's like yeah. all planned, right? He's like waving to him goodbye. And maybe and he, he just wanted to retire. It's like, you yeah, know, like he, he chose, he, he's he got the initials. He's got the, though he's kind of jaded and, you know, broken up after the divorce or whatever and cynical. <laughs> yeah, he's but like, he's, he's, a toy, he's a toy man. He's in the toy I, industry. And so I maybe think, he was foreordained. Well, and he still has that Christmas spirit. Like he's upset. Yeah. I, it's hard to tell if he's more upset because they told him, they told his son right. that Santa isn't real. But it seems like he is genuinely in that he wants that childhood spirit to thrive. Right. Even so though he's a, upset. Or, yeah, or kind of jaded or whatever. I love what's yeah. the line, isn't it? Like, if, if we're going to ruin our kids' delusions, I'd like, or illusions. Yeah, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> I think I should be a part of it. So, it's yeah. so, he's so good as Santa Claus. Did you he, catch Did you catch the, the little outtake that when he first goes to the North Pole and they're all looking around that he, gra- he grabbed a tool belt and, like, put it on him? Yeah, and he like, says... He what does he say? There's a he line. There is a line there that's like a throwback to his TV show or something like that. And his first ho ho. Oh, he says Taylor. He's like, do I need it tailored or something? The oh, suit? So the... Or something like that. Or he's like, oh, it's a tailor. Yeah. And, which was really funny because he's talking about Tim, the, the tool man, Taylor, Taylor right? Yeah. Or he's well, referencing he, it. In he that did way. his whole like growly ho 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 too at some point. Too. Yeah, like, that was the, the, the Tim, Tim, the tool man, man Taylor yeah, like, growl. From, back from his stand up uh, yeah. days or whatever it was. So I love the premise. I love the idea that they came up with this notion of the Santa Claus and that the head elf, do you remember the head elf's name? Uh, oh, it starts with a B, I think. Was that it? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Bernard. Bernard, that that's Bernard's right. kind of like, you know, tough and in charge and is like kind of yeah. like, listen, guy. 
So and then like yeah, when they pull up the the little business card and it's like the fine it's print, like it's like micro like, print. <laughs> the gloss you put There's on like the suit. You're the guy. <laughs> contract. But, but yeah, so then like you know they have this night of magic or whatever it is, and then like he wakes up. What does he say? Like ho ho ho, Merry Christmas! I'm getting a cat, cat scan in the morning. Or something. Yeah, I'm getting a cat scan in the morning. <laughs> Right. There's just a lot of good quips, right? And it right, where, where yeah. He's funny. like almost every scene. He's got a quip where he's doing like a stand-up. Well, I love, I love that night when he's trying to put um, Charlie, his son, to bed, and and he's you know telling him the story, and Charlie's asking about the clatter. There arose mm -hmm. such a clatter or whatever, mm -hmm. um, or arose such a ladder. Right. And and mm -hmm. he's like, No, it's not a ladder. It's, it's you know, it's a noise. It's a clatter. And then and then when Santa comes, there's actually a ladder. Ladder <laughs> made by the clatter company or something yeah, like that. For the arose <laughs> such a ladder company or clatter company. Yeah, and I love I love how he's trying to get him to bed and and as he walks out, Charlie's like, Well, maybe you should make him some cookies. And he's like, Yeah, I'll turn the oven on. And Charlie's like, Don't forget the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Just quips so like that good. are just so well, classic. And I loved, I love the whole. It's got to be like an accurate commentary too. I love the whole like single dad at Denny's. Like they all like yeah. look at each other. They're like giving each other looks, and the one guy's like, <laughs> well, he's got his hand all wrapped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, he's all burned and the, up. And the Asian like ensemble of like some businessmen conference or something at Denny's. But it's true. Denny's was always open. I don't know. Is Denny's a thing? I've been to Denny's forever. Denny's was like a thing. Was Denny's was a staple yeah. thing because my buddies and I, we had a late job. I think I talked about it on one of the episodes. We had a late job on uh, Friday or Saturday nights, both of those nights. And we would end up at Denny's at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's what I remember too. They're still around. They're just not as around, I feel like, as not they as used proliferated. to be. Yeah. I wonder if they're more so in the... Uh, well, maybe in the Northeast, they were quite proliferated. I don't, there's like none around here. I don't know if they can compete. Out West, like they Waffle were House too. Yeah. Like yeah. Like but I don't the, remember Waffle Houses out West, but I remember tons of Denny's. But here, yeah. it's a lot of Waffle Houses. They're yeah. Like here, there's tons of Waffle Houses and there's a couple others. Like IHOP didn't, IHOP didn't survive here um, through COVID. Like there was a couple IHOPs, but they all died. Yeah. So. And so what we're talking about is like there's this whole night prior to the Santa mm -hmm. Claus coming to their house and and Scott, you know, he's late to his Christmas Eve with his son because he's at a work party, which Heather mentioned this. She's like, the work party's on Christmas Eve. Like, <laughs> who does yeah, a work party on Christmas Eve where they don't invite their families? And he's all lying to have to get back. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's lying. They get back and then he's going to make dinner. And I'm guessing it's really late and he's got to cook this turkey that takes four hours. But anyways, he burns the dinner. So they go oh, to Danny's. Hilarious. Yeah. And then uh, later that night, he reads um, the story uh, was a night before Christmas story. I think so, it was. So for you, the what's this? <clears throat> what's this movie like about? Like when you sit back and like, you know, it's a lot of fun, like one liners along the way. And there's lots of this playfulness around belief you know which we definitely can talk about the belief of children and christmas and all that but what what if for you what's this movie about is there um what is it what does it strike you or what what what's the yeah i think that'd be good for both of us to answer i you know i don't know if i've thought a lot of one thing that i kind of get hooked up on as a kid and even as an adult is just you know at one point scott the dad so santa mm -hmm. claus 
you know, be, you know, while after he has this night as Santa, and then he has this whole year period before he goes, you know, actually become Santa and really where he's like not remembering quite and not, he's skeptical. Did this really happen? He has this whole year period and, and he, the mom, I can't remember her, Charlie's mom and uh, uh, Laura, Neil and Laura. Yeah. So yeah. Neil and Neil is the, the, uh, a husband of Laura now. So he's like the stepdad, mm-hmm. stepdad right? Yeah. So there's this whole year where Neil and Laura are like freaking out because Charlie really believes that they mm-hmm. had this night. And Scott makes this comment at one point that's like, who cares? Yeah, I love and that. And that's one thing that frustrated me so much about this movie as a kid yeah, and as too. an adult is why is Laura and Neil so obsessed to the point where they take this child away from their dad from yeah, their dad. from his father because yeah. he believes in santa and there's this it's illusion really or they call delusion right of santa Which, and that was always so frustrating and i'm guessing that yeah. has something to the whole point of the story but i get stuck on that all the time where i'm yeah. so frustrated i mean it ends great it like it ends yeah. fine but i always think Man, what is going on here? That seems yeah. so extreme, and it seems like they're missing the whole point. Right, right. The well, point it's, it's, is, and not... it's interesting. It's interesting that the therapist plays the role, or yeah. the, well, psychiatrist. Know... Right. Let's Thank clarify you. that. Real yeah. Let's quick. not. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Let's so not make he, him a therapist. Yeah. He. But he yeah. got jokes that he's not a doctor, but psychiatrists are, are medical doctors. doctors 100%. Yeah, that's why they that have done, medicine. you know, they've done the residency or they've done yes. extra work in psychotropic medication or pharm- pharmacology so that they can prescribe psychotropics. Mm-hmm. But, but they, they typically don't do therapy. Some not do, anymore. but most they just used prescribe. to. Maybe, used maybe to. in the 90s, although I think historically, I think historically that was the idea, but you know, the money's in med management. So you get a 15 minute appointment and you yes. get your meds. Like, so he no, is a psychiatrist, not a right. psychologist. Psychologist not, is a therapist. That's right. Or what we are, we're, you know, we're, uh, Michael and I are different. Or variation. Yeah. Yeah. Of different uh, in the helping field. So, but it's interesting that they're using that kind of backdrop or that professional and this notion. Yeah. That was like, funny it's better me. for him. <laughs> and there's some really funny, like, you know, well, it's so to me, yeah, it's a really interesting development or commentary on a father's and son relationship, right? That's mm-hmm. that's, that's complicated. You know, it, it seems like Tim Allen's character, Scott Calvin, is, you know, not really showing up as a dad. He's caught yeah. on the bitterness and resentment from the ending of the relationship. And, you know, clearly the the his wife has chosen a man that's like more emotionally engaged or articulate or attentive you could like guess you know and it's interesting you know that his character has got this resentment and bitterness but yeah like you mentioned there's this well he wants to preserve and i I felt the same way too i'm like why are you caring if a kid is like believing in santa what's the what's the need or obsession to destroy that and it seemed like that there was something about that that seems like the story the story revolves around something about that, about the dad preserving that or the dad's, you know, role in preserving that. But in this movie, he becomes the fulfillment of the need to believe in hope, which is really interesting. It's really interesting to me that dad ascends from a 
uninvolved, resentful, you know, jaded guy to Santa Claus, you know, and, and they make, and, there's some like really good quotes too, right. To that mm -hmm. point of, of believing or seeing, uh, you know, not believing, and it's really interesting, um, to, they kind of play on that. I feel like to yeah. build it throughout the story. Yeah. There's a, there's this a growth. There's a line when he's at the North pole, maybe from the, well, there's one from, the from little Bernard or there's elf. From, yeah. And Bernard mm -hmm. It's like, if, well, if you don't, you know, take up the Santa Claus and there'll be millions of disappointed, yeah. disillusioned or broken children. Right. And the, I love that. I love that line from uh, the girl that plays the elf when he's like, you know, she makes a joke about being 1200 years old. And he's like, well, you look at every age. And she's like, I'm seeing someone. Here. Yeah. <laughs> in rapping, I think is what she says. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I freaking love that. I thought it was hilarious. But then, yeah, does she say a line or something around that notion? Too she does. Like, something oh, about said, believing oh, and seeing. Yeah, like seeing isn't believing. Believing is seen is what she says. Yeah. I loved the line, too, when the boy is is challenging Neil and he's all like, well, I've never oh, seen yeah. Santa Claus. So he's not really. He's like, have you ever seen a million dollars? Yeah, that was <laughs> beautiful, great, right? That's a great reframe on. Yeah. Well, something um, kind of, to kind of add just a little a little um i guess caveat to what you're you're saying or a little addition to what you're saying it's really interesting because this the neil and laura play this role of of adultifying or or pro, like they're trying to say they're progressing their charlie right the son mm -hmm. by helping him get out of these childish childish beliefs, beliefs. Yeah. i think that's a really interesting concept because culturally yeah. We have this idea that as you get older, you mature by being less emotional. Right. You or don't less throw believing. temper tantrums. You don't yeah. you don't get upset. You you control yourself. You don't you're not childlike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is, is that that never happens. Adults still throw temper tantrums. Yeah. Adults <laughs> still get upset. And yet we we act as if the those emotions are childish. They're yeah. yeah. Instead of embracing emotion and learning to communicate it in a way that decreases shame, decreases isolation, decreases yeah. perfectionistic beliefs. And I feel like it's almost like this movie kind of plays on that where it's like, Hey, believing in Santa is childish. You're old enough. You're old enough to yeah. grow beyond that. But is it childish to believe right. in something well, and have and a it's hope for something that is, that brings you know, like, that's I think magical, that's the message, right? Yeah. And that's what I love. There's a quote in the Santa Claus is the show by Tim Allen, where he says something to the effect of, Christmas isn't about receiving, it's about giving. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole idea is it what's wrong with believing in something that's bigger than yourself, even right. if it is Santa Claus or even if it right. is a godlike figure, you know, or whatever religion, or even if it's not a religious figure, it's just people that you know have Good come ideal. from history that we're not sure even existed right but it seems like those beliefs get get criticized or drawn away and i feel like that's what happens with our emotional intelligence also culturally is this idea of no absence of emotion is maturity and growth and that right. just it's really interesting it doesn't make sense to me yeah i i love i love that that you know, I guess this is one of the things I really love about Christmas movies, you know, is that 
they they challenged the notion of believing in something and yeah i love that idea of like what you know which was my response as well like why is it a problem to believe mm -hmm. in something like this why is it hurt a child why are we in a hurry you know kind of to diminish that and that there seems to be something really important about that that the child's belief in the father help the father you know and i and yeah. i wonder if that's true you know i wonder if it's true i was you know i was trying to think about like well what's going on with tim allen's progression and what's the role of the son and i think that there's something too that i think you know having kids and wanting to be an archetype of the pathway towards the growth into you know a meaningful or good figure and knowing that you know that's something that parenting does like it, you know that's something that family relationships do you know they require you to become a better person like you've got to become a better person for your marriage to work you have to become a better person to be a good father figure and so i think that there's something to that the idea of like your kids believing in you or the awareness that you're the the beginning of the structure of what a dad or maturity or growth is and that you need to kind of act that outright so that your kids have a model to follow and i wonder yeah. if you know it's doing this in the context of santa but yeah i mean santa Im imbues or embodies you know really important characteristics giving kindness laughter love love to everyone and so, you know, in a world that, you know, secular notions are taking over, um, you know, Santa Claus and the notion of treating Santa Claus with, I don't know if reverence is the right word, but, you know, like appreciation or like allowing us to kind of preserve it, you know, and, and preserve the spirit, right? Yeah, the, spirit the spirit of what of Santa Claus represents. Is. Yeah. And that we need that. And, and I wonder, I feel like we've, as America, like we've lost that a little bit. Cause I think, I don't know if maybe it was just cause I was a kid. It seemed like there was a little bit more magic, even when like, I didn't believe in Santa anymore. Like it seemed like there was a little bit more magic around Christmas than I feel now, but maybe that's just the nostalgia of, you know, just past my tweens age, you know, and all of the magic of Christmas, which is what I love about Christmas. And we love as parents, creating that atmosphere for our kids. I know we do. Like we really uh, make a point, not so much about Santa, but just about the fun of giving, the fun of all of, you know, the enjoyable aspects, hot chocolate and Christmas movies and presents and time together. You know, we really try to preserve that. So it seems to me that the movies about, you know, Tim Allen's progression to the fulfillment of a person that his son can look up to and the importance of that and it's interesting to me the role of the child's belief in him you know during that year of acceptance you know which is a really fantastic part of the movie is always like you know becoming fat yeah <laughs> you know like running on a scooter and like you can't shave off his beard <laughs> i thought all of that you know that like i love the, like, the work <laughs> scene where he's ordering the lunch right and he just keeps going <laughs> uh, with the menu everyone ordered like a salad and yeah. he just keeps going and then <laughs> even great. when his boss pulls him out and is like questioning him he has like two or three cookies in his hand is just eating <laughs> It's just awesome. That's really fun. Like what uh, I love, I love this idea of you know we need to take care of ourselves. We need to do things so that we're emotionally and physically healthy. But but I love this idea that really comes a, 
cross with the spirit of of the Christmas season. And that idea is, you know, doing for others. It's not so much about ourselves, but it's how can we serve others and how can we bring, you know, a little bit of of maybe light or happiness to others. And I feel like that's where Scott, you know, is trying to do that. It's interesting. He works for a toy company. It's interesting. Yeah. He's worried about his son's, you know, his son being pushed along too quickly. Yeah. But then this incident that I think becomes actualized because of his son, right? His son kind of tells him, you need to follow through. You need to put the jacket yeah. on. We need to go yeah. deliver the presents. Right. And then Bernard, like you said, reinforces that. It's interesting how a childlike view can be so healing to us mm -hmm. and really enable us to grow That's and progress to serving others. And yet we seem to like poo-poo upon childlike view or chi like, right? Even with right. emotions, right? Not to go back and beat a dead horse here, but it's yeah. like there's so many things about children that I think we take for granted and don't look enough at and and the values that that a lot of kids can manifest more easily yeah. at times. I think we we maybe fail well, to see I think, the value of that. Although kids are selfish too, right? Because that's just childhood yeah. development. But, right. but nonetheless, you take care there, of yourself and you there's can a, take care of others. There's a really interesting tension there, right? That like uh, a sense of preserving the childlikeness yeah. And I, and I don't know if it's anyone's fault, you know, that we do that. It, it's something that we kind of naturally do, right? But it's also something that we lose that's not good, you know? And so it, there's a really interesting tension that like life will kind of beat that down, you know, like responsibility. I mean, nothing makes a kid grow up quicker than tragedy in the family, which you know, happens pretty typically for all of us. And, sure. And, you know, I mean, a, for you, everyone you and I both, something, you right? and I both had pretty significant trials that, you know, will beat the child right out of you. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing like coming home to a drunk parent or, yeah. you know, some of the tragedies that you've been through too, that will just kind of, you know, beat it out of you, you know? And so it's a really interesting commentary, or maybe that becomes one of the really discussion points of Christmas movies, because, you know, we need to preserve belief. We need to be able to believe in something. And, you know, Santa's a fantastic figure of all, you know, a godlike figure that loves all the children and is focused well, on preserving those good things. And so it's a really interesting, you know, challenge. Well, I think the, the beautiful thing about Santa, right? Because Santa is not Christmas, right. at least for me. Christmas no, is yeah. a celebration of, of the Savior's birth. It's mm -hmm. a celebration of he who has given all so that we can we can progress and move forward. But Santa is a manifestation. So Santa is real to me because of what Santa represents and means in my life. And I wonder if that's where it can be hard to maintain. You know, it doesn't have to be in December, right? <laughs> that mm -hmm. Santa can be real. They can be all year round. And, and so I, I find it interesting. What do you think they're saying about Santa and what that means? Like believing in Santa, what does that mean for, you know, what is the meaning they're making of that for this movie? Because they're really trying to say Santa is real, but I don't think they're saying Santa is real in the sense that you're going to find presents and you don't know where they came from under the tree mm -hmm. on Christmas. Yeah, I, I want to say something more than that. 
I want a canoe sitting in my <laughs> just living throws room the canoe it. right. He's so frustrated. Like, like, tries to put it up and falls I mean, yeah, over. Yeah, he just throws the paddle, the paddle, the pa- or the oh yeah, the, the, oar, the, the, the oar. Yeah, the oar. Yeah. He does. He's all dugs in. He's like, <laughs> <thing> out here. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a really interesting question to kind of contemplate. I think yeah, I mean, I think it. I think we do. I think we need to. I think there is an importance in life of pursuing a childlike belief. You know, I mean, yeah. there is a real world we live in. You know, yeah, but I well, think the, it's really important to preserve aspects of of a childlike expectation. I mean, I think to be an entrepreneur, you know, to take risks, you kind of have to be like, yeah, it'll work out, or like, let's go. Instead yeah, childlike of, hope and yeah, right, like, and, and just, desire. You know, yeah, and I think we have to go for it. I think that that's a really important aspect, and and definitely there there are things in our life that will just beat that out of you. You know what it, I mean? It's interesting, right? Because you take like the show Stranger Things, for example. It's a good show. Like, it's interesting to me. It's suspenseful. But what really, really does it for Stranger Things for me is the nostalgia. Sure. And it's interesting how nostalgia is so powerful, right? Because we want to feel like we, you know, what our memories tell us of those good times. And I feel like for me, that's part of of the idea of Santa, right? Is bringing back these memories of of, of happiness, love, of comfort, of peace. Yeah, a place to celebrate, a time yeah. to a time so to give. connecting with others and yeah, serving holiday. others. You know, and, and doing it in a way where I'm not overexpending myself because you can definitely serve others and then you can yeah, overdo it. Yeah, it's yourself. It, it's really true too because like in the idyllic sense of Christmas, it's like everybody just kind of is nice to everybody. You know, it's, yeah. I think that's the really great thing about Christmas. Sometimes and, not at the stores, but or in the yeah, parking I mean, lots. But... Black Knight Friday at Walmart <laughs> five years ago or whatever. <laughs> then they've kind of... The, I guess that's another byproduct of Amazon and Cyber Mondays mm-hmm. or whatever. That yeah, we went to. I think we went to Walmart on Black Friday, and like it, it wasn't even like crazy at all. And yeah, I remember, it's like, not. Look, they're I remember, not busy anymore. Like I remember looking around and being like, "Well, which ones are the pallets that are supposed to have the great deals?" I'm like, "Is that not a thing anymore?" I forget. We just stopped in to get something. It well, wasn't this even, like, week, we were... all the Black Friday sales. I, I swear, like the real Black Friday sales had started for most stores by Monday if not Sunday. Oh, and so, yeah, so they're really yeah. Black Friday weeks. Like they have, it's weird now where they have these Black Friday sales that start at the beginning of November and go through the whole month. But then like yeah. your Black Friday sales actually start that week now. They're not out right. on Black Friday, which is cool because it'd be cool if they just close Friday. I mean, I don't mind people having another day off, but yeah, but yeah. It, you know, and I don't need to go shopping on Friday. I can go do other things. Yeah. I remember there one or two years though, uh, you know, when the kids were younger that we totally went for it. We we went one time on Black Friday. I think we went, we went, I actually remember it was one of our first, we were, what was it? It was, oh, it was in Springfield. I think it was our first Christmas because like I'd gotten the job with Family Services. Yeah. And like I actually had some money. We went. Did you get up that, really early? No, we went, we literally went Thanksgiving night, like at 12. Oh, you did? <laughs> Yeah, we totally did. And uh, we totally That's did because we actually, like, cool. we had done, we had done a decent amount of Christmas shopping and we went crazy overboard because, like, we actually had some resources. And so we went freaking nuts and we bought the kids tons of stuff. And so we went <laughs> and totally, like, 
I remember being in the lines because like every register was open and we just stood there. I think we got home at like four o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning, something like that. So we totally done it like <laughs> once. I mean, it wasn't crazy or anything. It was just tons of people. Well, in it's that fun Walmart. too because you'll never forget that. No, it was really fun. Yeah. Like we, t- I remember like Nick and I were like talking and like, oh, should we get this or should we get that? We like, you know, we had a budget Let's get of it, money. Get them both. <laughs> and so we like, yeah, we'd given ourselves like a really big budget. Well, and, and the cool thing was, is the kids, we bought like lots of four of everything. Cause it was like, the span was like, Jack was maybe five. So Emmanuel would have been like 11 or something. So we got like, I remember we're all still got, young. Yeah. So it was super fun. Cause all toys, right? So we got like four scooters. So we got them all oh, scooters man. and our house in Springfield was really big and it uh-huh. has a big old Victorian house. And so for weeks, they would ride the scooters in the house because the house was in such a way that they could do all these big figure eights like into the kitchen and all the rooms like it's an old 1800, you know, like late 1800 house. And so every room had like multiple ways into the room. We had like a sitting room and a front yeah. room and a big entry hallway. Right. Yeah. And so they would ride the scooters everywhere. And I think that was the same year, too, that I got all of the kids Nerf guns. And so we had like battle royale. Well, and the cool too was, (laughs) yeah, like that house had this big middle entryway and it had like a, a little like, like breezeway loft kind of thing. Yeah. And then the bedrooms upstairs and like all of the rooms in the house, save one or or like the master bedroom and one other room, you could run through the room and get another way out, like through a master bath (laughs) because they had master baths too. So we had like crazy nerf battle royales that, that's awesome after so we bought like all these like four of everything gifts that year i remember the kids came downstairs and we opened gifts for like hours like i think we (laughs) took a break i think we took a break from opening and like had breakfast and like came back like we we went absolutely crazy that christmas it was really fun so it's one of the things i love about christmas my wife loves spoiling our kids on christmas she just loves it i don't know why or what it is you know there is a and and I think that's really cool too, the spirit of gift giving, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what what Santa represents, really what the Savior represents, also mm-hmm. absolutely. And so it's really a cool idea to really focus on the joy and and the memories of the giving. Amen. Right? You know, yeah. it's hard. We you know we've talked before about oh, what was you know what's a present you remember getting, mm-hmm. but I think I can more easily remember gifts that I really spent time trying to to Put cultivate or my, make, yeah, or find. And I can remember giving those more than I can remember maybe a specific gift I received, mm-hmm. which is That's really cool. a cool spirit, you know, cool thing to think about, about, you know, life in general is that, you know, if we can find a way to give ourselves a gift or someone else a gift, that can be really lifting and, yeah. and, memorable for us in times in the future when maybe we're feeling down we can look back on that and say oh that Mm -hmm. felt good is there something i could do now well yeah i mean i think that's one of the things that drives the giving so much for us is how fun it was as a kid to be excited to get gifts and Uh so my wife and i've really wanted to preserve that christmas excitement we even work really hard to do it for our teenagers you know, we'll be like, you're never going to get that. That's like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. and then they get it. <laughs> so we like doing that kind of fun stuff. Do you remember? Uh, so one of the thoughts I had, do you remember when the the meaning of Santa Claus, the realization of Santa Claus? Uh, I don't. Oh, no, no, no. no. I do. Longer, I do. was no longer true. I don't remember how old I was. But I grew up, so we grew up in, in Vegas. We grew up in Henderson, so just a suburb of Vegas. I mean, they're really both 
like sister cities, right? So we grew up in Henderson and I lived in a condo and it was, you know, I felt like it was a pretty decent sized condo, but condos can't, you know, most aren't very huge, right? So there was only one hallway that you basically had to walk down to get to the living room. So you had to pass everyone's bedroom. Uh, Well, there wasn't a ton of bedroom, but anyways, you had to pass the bedroom on the way to the living room. And I remember on Christmas Eve, I always had the hardest time sleeping because I'm so, I still do. I get so excited about, about the next day that I still, I still struggle, but I mean, I love toys. I, I There's a ton of things about Christmas I love, but I remember seeing my mom walk past with unwrapped toys and balloons. Balloons were the thing that she always, like Santa would bring balloons. They were just oh, cool. normal balloons blown up, not with helium or anything, and they're all over the place. So it was kind of fun, right? You had all these balloons, Run you could kick and them, kick and yeah. Fun. And so I remember waking up and, um, I mean, I remember hearing something and seeing her walk past. And that was when I started to put two and two together. I don't remember how old I was though, but I was, I was not super young. I'm guessing I was probably 10 or 12 or something, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I was friends are all like, I mean, I've always uh, been pretty naive. I'm the older I've gotten my, you know, I'm not as nice, especially in our work, right. It's hard to be naive (laughs) in our work, but, but I was always pretty naive about things. And I just, I think I didn't want to let go mm-hmm. of that. So I never even told my mom until years later. I just went with it because I was like, no, I don't care. I like the spirit of of this. And that's yeah. where that's where I think I started that shift of I still believe in Santa. Santa is still real to me, even to this day. Yeah. But it's the, the whole, spirit of Santa. You've got the whole um, narrative from the Polar Express. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. I really like I really well, like Polar Express. What about you? What do you? We'll have to do that. I don't have. Episode. I don't have a specific memory. Like I remember there being a defining moment. I think it was around fourth grade. So I think it was around oh, fourth man. grade. I think somewhere like eight or so nine. Was, yeah, I think it was eight or nine. I think somewhere in there, like with the buying, it, and I wasn't devastated or anything. I just remember being like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> Like, I get it. Like, it was like, oh, I believe in Santa. Because I can remember really being excited for Santa. Like, I can remember being in a sleeping bag yeah. in the back room at my grandparents' house. And I knew, because I, I think I said this one of our other episodes, my parents would put out their gifts unwrapped. But that was from Santa. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Because you'd come out and there'd be like five or ten things, like, you know, with just ribbons and bows. And like, we could start playing right away. I remember it was like super fun. And my parents, I think, did that so that we could get up early. But we weren't allowed to go out until grandpa was out there. We weren't allowed to go out. Oh, which my parents and I, torture. It's great. But we've totally <laughs> preserved that. Like, our kids are not allowed to come upstairs or come downstairs until, uh-huh. until we get them up and they have to all sit on the stairs or like take a picture every year and stuff. And so that whole anticipation, we really like. Like you're not allowed to. And so it was like, it's, it's a thing that we've, you know, culturally kept over. So yeah, I remember somewhere in there, it just kind of happened. And I remember being like, oh, okay. Like that makes sense. You know, like, 
okay, my parents are the one. Like, oh, there isn't a Santa. So I don't know if I played on it or if I announced it. I don't remember like making a declaration to my parents that I knew or something like that. And I, I do remember, I think it was like the season after they were kind of trying to preserve the magic. And I thought it was kind of funny or something like that, that they were trying to kind of preserve. And I was like, really? You think I still don't believe, you know, believe in Santa or whatever? <laughs> well, you were the youngest though, right? I was, yeah, yeah. So I, I had a younger sister. So, and yeah. I didn't tell her. And so I think there was preserved for that reason for a while. But once my younger sister was like, yeah, I know. And and then I was like, okay, yeah, I, I understand the what's gigs going up. on. Yeah. Then I felt <laughs> like it wasn't as fun because I remember as I got older into teenage years, there was certain years where my mom was like, well, what's the point? You already know. And so, and so sometimes I remember them even we would like open presents on like Christmas Eve or even like a couple days before. Cause it's like, and Aww. it was never like that loses the spirit, right? Yeah. It's not about yeah. it, it. It's not the same not about so. keeping you deluded about Santa per yeah. se. It's so about even, all of even the to fun today, my mom is always like, Oh yeah, just open it when you get it. I'm like, no, I'm saving it for, cause I just, I yeah. want the excitement of yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Right. My wife and I have, well, my wife and I have, have, have lost that a little bit with each other because we, we've, you know, the last year or two, I like I bought myself a really big gift this year. I'm like, I'm just gonna buy this for Christmas. She's like, okay, I'll oh, like buy this. I'm like, it's okay. So, but and like, and then we were at the store, and I really wanted a Lego, and uh-huh. so I didn't, I didn't want to ask her to get it because I. Which was one was it that you wanted? The a the at oh the, the at, at. not no the two oh, oh the one. normal size. Well, it's not normal. It's still huge. Yeah, but the one that's like 150 or 160. No, bucks or no, whatever. no. It's the one that's 50. The one that's the at the two footer the two. The oh, the ATRT leg. or ATST yeah, that's or whatever. The ATRT, the one with the one from Return of the Jedi where Chewbacca is driving. Yeah, that one's and cool. So, yeah, I think it was like 50 bucks, but it, we were in Walmart and there was only like two of them. And so I, was, I like grabbed it and I put it and she's like, she's like, did you put that in there? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I think Santa put it in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she would have grabbed it or not. So. So yeah, you know, we've we've done that, but yeah, we've really tried to preserve that. And so I think it's going to work out well because we still we still have a 5-year-old, you know, and so yeah. we're able to still have the magic and the belief of Christmas. I mean, it was hilarious. I took um so this morning I I had I had to I had a breakfast duty for a church thing. And so I I had to get my 5-year-old out of bed early. And uh, I hadn't talked to her the other day and Santa had come and she's like she's in the car with me. She's in the front seat because i didn't have a car seat so I, I put her in the front seat and um and she's talking to me, she's like dad she's like did you know the santa the the real santa was at my school uh the, yesterday and i was <laughs> like oh so really awesome. she's like yeah i got to talk to him and i gave him a big hug but he was like the real one the real santa dad, <laughs> that's <my> awesome <laughs> i was like i was like that's so fun i was like did you talk to him about what you were gonna get she was like mm-hmm <laughs> well, what did really you great. tell him <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it was really great it was really it was really fun so yeah it's like you know we've got that and then i suspect in you know another three years or so i'm going to start having grandbabies so i think we'll i think we're going to get to be able to preserve yeah you know and it will definitely be fun to be involved with the uh the excitement of christmas as you, a grandparent i'm looking forward to that do you remember did you ever write letters and mail them to santa I think I did one year. I think I did it was too. a year before um, that I did. I, I really do remember. We've I think I also remember done that with our girls. Yeah, you know? I also I also remember that I got one back. We started the coolest tradition, and I totally dropped the ball early in their lives for two or three Christmases. 
I wrote a letter back as Santa and left oh, it in their stockings. And I wrote like, like I would write, awesome. I wrote like really thoughtful letters about them and about how they had had a good year or something like that, or things that they had done in the year that were really good. And I just, I didn't stick with it. I didn't stick with it, which I really regret now, but I should, I could do it this year though. I could just write a letter from Santa in their stockings, but, but it was something yeah. that I had done a couple, I remember doing it two years and, and I don't know why I didn't stick with it. I can't, I'm probably just lazier. Just, it was too last minute or something like that. I don't remember that. But That's yeah, we've, cool. we, we've been really deliberate in our Christmas traditions. My wife and I, the first year we were married, because both of our families kind of fell apart and we lost our traditions with, you know, our parents both going through divorces. And so we were like, I remember we sat together, like, because we got married on the 16th of December. And so during our courtship and engagement, we talked about like, okay, well, what are going to be our traditions yeah. and so we came up with like five traditions and so our first christmas together you know we implemented them and then That's we've cool. we've cultivated some but we were like really decisive as a couple and i think it's been really good for our marriage i think it's been really good for our family because our kids love our traditions like they they love our christmas traditions you know that we cool. have like we have movie traditions for christmas eve you know we do the we do the uh, the matching like pajama thing, you know, we have sure. stocking traditions. We have tradition, like we do the stockings first and we've made our stockings really exciting. And then we, we talk about the Christmas story and we really give attention to, you know, that part of Christmas. Like you mean like the opening. savior, like yeah. that Christmas story. Okay. Mm -hmm. I read the Christmas story every, we, we all get, we open our stockings and have fun. We have some toys and they get real excited. And then we do hot chocolate. Like out of Luke or something. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. We, we get hot chocolate, we got marshmallows and everything, and we all sit down in the living room and then uh, we read and talk about the Christmas story. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about Christmas, and I love, I love, uh, I look forward to it so much. Well, an exciting, I mean, it, it's exciting because it's coming up so quickly. This, I know it's just such a magical time of year, and I feel like that's what a, a good Christmas movie does is brings about that yeah, some of that magic fires right? you up a little bit yeah i need to watch a couple more i haven't i haven't been watching a ton of christmas shows i've gotten caught on my phone too much i didn't get off my phone yeah you should watch the one the new one with will ferrell and ryan reynolds that one was oh, good it it's like a musical um oh, cool. spirited is what one it's of the called. movies that always gets me is uh in in the mood is it's it's i don't know if it's the nativity or nativity and it has the guy that plays um bilbo in the hobbit movies what's his yeah name? the british I guy i can't think of what his name is yeah the british guy it's a it's a bbc one and uh and we've uh we love it and that one's really endearing and sweet because of the yeah kids. really fun story so some of those stories really get me going in the christmas spirit yeah it is fun to have traditions with the so with this movie i don't remember where we were at but it, i mean i really enjoy this movie i i enjoy the series i mean they get i think the third one's not quite as good as the first and second but then the new series they came out with the set, six episodes was really cool the santa claus is we if i don't if i don't watch the second or third one can i pick up with the tv one and still enjoy it yeah yeah, I mean, his wife is in the TV one, so so you just want to reference. Oh, he marries her in the second one. Okay, it gives you some context. But yeah, you you'd I, be I kind of remember who who's the actress that plays his wife. I don't remember her name. She's blonde and she's 
probably in other stuff. I mean, yeah. she looks familiar, but it might just be because she's in the other two Santa Claus movies. But uh, I don't know. I don't know her name. Oh, wow, that came out in two, 2002. That's a big break from 1994. Yeah. I think the third Mitchell. one came out Elizabeth even later. Mitchell is the, the lady that plays. Yeah, I think I've seen her in other things. But yeah, that's a big space that they that they that they had between Santa Claus and Santa Claus number two. Yeah, yeah, it's a great show, great one that kind of gets you thinking about the magic of Christmas and traditions and and the the really uh, the arc of Tim Allen's character and kind of becoming a dad that he can believe in, a dad that preserves what is right and good. It was a really interesting. It's, it's, it was interesting. I don't quite know what to make of the wife's, the ex-wife's like realization that he's Santa. It seemed like a really big thing that they brought a lot of attention to. Yeah. I, I couldn't quite, like it was cool, but I felt like it meant something, but I couldn't quite sort it out. You know, Yeah, I couldn't like, either. It seemed like it was meaningful to her, um, but it was also, it just seemed kind of quick. Like she just realized he's really Santa, but it didn't, I was like, how, like, what did, what happened that made her realize that? But yeah. maybe she just felt it or something. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really interesting relationship for an ex-wife to then have be, become enamored and appreciative and believing in her ex. Yeah. You know? I think maybe, it was, maybe, maybe he said, I think you should stay with your mom. I don't think that's a good idea. So I think she saw, him not not trying to take charlie away right not oh, trying to be selfish and maybe that was she was like oh, okay yeah like the spirit looked, of santa would not be selfish yeah like he laid down that resentment and she yeah appreciated that and so then he wasn't this antagonistic figure anymore and it kind of started clicking that oh yeah. he is the santa but, but i don't know dog, i don't know if there was more to it or not but it the was the wiener whistle the wiener whistle is that judge reinhold is that who plays is that his name uh, is that his he is wonderful he He's plays awesome. that part judge so reinhold, yeah. well he does um yeah. Uh, I love I just the love it. <laughs> I love the sweater joke. There was a joke. I don't remember what it, exactly what it was, but I noticed that every scene with with Neil, he, he had a different ridiculous sweater. <laughs> yeah, and even Bernard is like, "Oh, I like your sweater." Yeah. Um, there was something else that happened with the sweater too, but yeah, the sweater was a fun commentary. Yeah. yeah like all right, all. Good it was times. a fun discussion. Hope you enjoy Merry, and Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, sorry. That's right. I stole no, your fire. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yes, Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas, everywhere. And, and, and whatever whatever holiday you celebrate, have That's a right. great holiday. Um, and Merry Christmas from us. Mm-hmm. Adios, amigos.